0: Part three, chapter six of Ancestors, a novel by Gertrude Atherton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter six Monday morning. This is merely to announce that I survived the marsh, and that upon my return we will resume where we left off last night. e g Isabel received this note early in the morning. That night she had accepted an invitation of some week's standing, and was established in the old Yorba mansion on Knopf Hill. She anathematized her cowardice, but solitude was beyond her endurance for the moment. She had made up her mind that she would not think of Gwynne at all, much less give herself opportunities to miss and desire him, and her will, reinforced by conditions, was strong enough at times to persuade her that she hated him. And there was nothing in the Trennaghan household to try her nerves everything to soothe them Although the old buff walls and terrible carpets of mrs. Yorber's day had gone long since and the house had been completely Refurnished it looked like a home not a museum Trennaghan had taken his family to Europe many times and they had brought back much that was rare and beautiful But nothing stood out obtrusively not even a color they entertained constantly in a quiet way and if magdalena was far too spanish to seek out the clever of all sets and trennahan too indifferent at least isabel met daily such of the old noblesse as were not completely fossilized and many men that interested her well enough moreover as mrs Trenahan now had a grown-up daughter she was obliged to take her to the cotillons and other routes given under the merciless supervision of the leader isabel accompanied her as a matter of course and when she declined an in invitation her guest was at liberty to go with the ever-faithful mrs hofer for three weeks isabel did little thinking she went to the ranch once a week for the day only spent an occasional hour with lady victoria even then she was barely reminded of gwynne she was busy during every moment while in the country and her relative was no more communicative than of yore only once did victoria remark casually that by a sort of poetic justice gwynne was detained in the south with a sprained ankle and was hurling maledictions at fate from the classic shades of santa barbara isabel grudgingly admired the restraint with which he denied himself the possible solace of correspondence with herself and it crossed her mind once or twice that the young man might have the understanding of women that proceeded from instinct if not from study But she deliberately dismissed him and although his name was frequently mentioned in her presence She soon ceased to turn cold and forced him to flit with a hundred others across the surface of her mind For the first time in her life she flirted desperately and with others besides young hoffer she was quite wickedly indifferent to consequences and was inspired to woo the fickle goddess of popularity The peace and charm and intellectual relief of the Trenahan home Did much to modify her shrinking from realities and the effort to please and the abandonment to the purely frivolous Instincts of youth were the only aids her beauty needed to achieve that popularity She had abstractly desired the night Gwynne brought her the stars she no longer desired it at all, but she disguised this fact and reaped the reward Moreover although her analytical faculty slept in the darkest wing of her brain The mere fact that she was stormily loved and desired by a man to whom she was powerfully attracted That for a moment she had been awake and eager in his embrace Had warmed her blood and given her an insolent magnetism that she had never possessed before through mr colton she received a formal request from gwynne to dedicate the otis building named in honour of the creator of the family fortunes on the day the last of the foundation stones was laid in company with half a hundred other young people in automobiles she astonished south of market street one beautiful spring day the spring was making desperate assaults upon the lingering winter and amidst much mock solemnity and many cheers Deposited into the chiselled crypt of one of the great concrete blocks upon which the building would rest, a strong box containing three of Concha Arguello's Baja California pearls, several family daguerreotypes, and the original deed of sale which had transferred the property from the city to the first James Otis. When the ceremony was over, the contractor shook hands with her, approvingly that's as good a place as any for a deed of sale in this here town he remarked for no shake will ever budge them concrete pillars they're down to bedrock and no fire'll ever crack them neither we'll begin on the steel frame to-morrow and you must come down occasionally and cheer us up it'll be worth it the otis is going to be the cock of the walk better make up your mind to have them terra-cotta facings oh they would not raise the rents and would hardly be appreciated by their present neighbours said isabel lightly i'm going to send you a bottle of champagne tonight and you must drink to the health of the otis the man promised fervently that he would and then after ordering beer from a neighbouring saloon for the workmen isabel and her party motored out to the beach beyond the cliff house where a number of old street cars had been converted into bath houses and disported themselves in the waves until it was time to rush home and make ready for the Mardi Gras ball This yearly function was given in the Institute of art on Nob Hill the wooden gothic mansion with bow windows Erected in the eighties by a railroad millionaire who had barely survived his nimble victorious assault upon fortune his widow had presented his monument to art and now its graceful flimsy walls housed much that was valuable in canvas and marble and more that was worthless once a year on the eve of lent society gave a mardi gras ball and such of the artists as were known to the elect decorated the rooms and contributed certain surprises this year partly out of a compliment to the leader and miss otis partly because the old spanish spirit had been roaming through its ancient haunts of late the interior of the mansion was hung with red and yellow Isabel in full Spanish costume led the grand march with young hofer who was dressed as a toreador and Sported the jeers of his friends in the gallery with what fortitude he could summon He was plump and pink and golden the great room Surrounded with boxes draped with the colors of Spain and filled with women Splendidly dressed and jeweled was very gay and inspiring and the masks flung confetti and had a squib for everybody with a salient characteristic when the march finished isabel who wore a half-mask of black satin and her hair in two long braids plaited with gold tinsel danced a spanish dance by herself alternating tambourine and castanets she had practised it during the past week with a professional and she gave it with all the graceful sexless abandon of those california girls who a hundred years before that night were dancing out at the presidio and mission she was the success of the evening as she had purposed to be and went home with two proposals to her credit and as gratified a vanity as ever titillated the nerves of an ambitious and heartless young flirt it was not the first time that isabel had deliberately elected to play a role and achieved so signal a triumph that she was beset with the doubt if she had not but just discovered herself As she fell asleep in the dawn of lent it was with the somewhat cynical reflection That perhaps she could make quite as great a success of the role of the statesman's wife were she to essay it The roads were still in too muddy and broken a condition for a long projected automobile trip and The Trenahan's had decided to hire a special car and journey to mexico spending some time in Southern California They urged isabel to go with them, but she was sure that she had had all the respite she needed Nor would she neglect her chickens any longer in truth? She said goodbye to the party which included not only Lady Victoria But several other congenial spirits with a considerable equanimity she was suddenly tired of them all and glad to go back to her solitudes Although she did not return with that exuberance of joy which upon former occasions had made her feel like a long prisoned nymph restored to her native woodland Still she was more than content to be at home again and sat on her veranda until darkness closed the long evening every trace of the winter's madness had vanished the marsh was high and red above the fallen waters the hills were green the trees budding wild flowers were beginning to show their heads the scene until the last ray of twilight had gone leaving that dark formlessness of a california night with its horrid suggestion was almost as peaceful as england for several days isabel from reaction after weeks of incessant gaiety and the heaviness of early spring was too languid to find even her leghorns interesting she slept late yawned through the day and never had her hammock swung on the porch at the beginning of spring possessed so recurrent an attraction at the same time she was conscious under the physical inertia which had brought her mind to a standstill that she avoided rosewater lest she should be forced to talk of gwynne he was still in santa barbara and it was likely that he would be persuaded to go with the Trenahan's to Mexico There was time enough to seek his passport and Isabel could well imagine that his impatience was not uncontrollable No doubt he understood by this time that he could expect no change in her if indeed he had not dismissed the matter from his mind She was rudely shaken out of her apathy by a long telegram from him dated at El Paso I have come this far with the Trennahans go to Washington today expect me any time now But should I be detained will you go over to the ranch occasionally use old power of attorney should occasion rise Glad you made the running you wanted at last Better order terracotta facings for the Otis Am told that two other buildings will go up shortly in neighborhood quite fit again e.g. The delight and relief this telegram induced the subtle sensation of hope and Flattery not only routed torpidity but lashed her into such a state of fury that she ran up to her bedroom and Indulged in an attack of nerves When it was over she faced the truth with the unshrinking clarity of vision she could summon at will But if she was not as astonished as she thought she ought to be she was no less angry not only with herself But with life for playing her such a trick less than ever did she want to marry and cease to be wholly herself to run the risk of disillusionment and weariness and that ultimate philosophy which was no compensation for the atrophy and death of imagination but no less did she turn appalled from the thought of a future without gwynne all her old vague plans were suddenly formless and she felt that if she even faced the prospect of regarding the shifting beauties of the Rosewater marsh for the rest of her life she would hate nature as much as she now hated her treacherous self and none could divine better than she that present or dismissed when a man has conquered a woman's invisible and indefensible part she might as well give him the rest he is in control she has lost her freedom for ever so strong was the feeling of mental possession that isabel glanced uneasily about the room half expecting to see the soul of gwyn wondering inconsequently if it would descend to notice that her eyes were red but she vowed passionately that she would not marry him if she had to be unhappy far better unhappy alone and free with some of her illusions undispelled she had seen no married happiness that she envied even where there was a fine measure of love and philosophy Even Annabel had come to her one day in town looking rather strained and worn And in the seclusion of isabel's bedroom had confessed that the constant exactions of a husband three children and Migratory servants got on her nerves and made her long for a change of any sort And there are so many little odd jobs in a house full of children she had added with a sigh and they recur every day you can no more get away from them than from your three meals I never really have a moment. I can call my own of course I am perfectly happy But I do wish Tom were not in politics and would take me to Europe for a few years And if Annabel was not happy wholly happy with her supreme capacity for the domestic life How could she hope to endure the yoke she with her impossible ideals and theories not that they were impossible but to anticipate in this world the plane upon which the more highly endowed natures dared to hope they were to dwell in the next absolute freedom was necessary isabel's theory of life for women of her make had not altered a whit, but the beckoning finger had lost its vigor that left her with no material out of which to model a future for this plane which of course was another triumph to the credit of the race She knew that Gwynne had conquered that she had really loved him as soon as he had ceased to play upon her maternal instincts She had casually assumed at the time that her interest in him was decreasing But in this day of retrospect she realized keenly that it had marked the opening of a new chapter This was perhaps the most signal of Gwynne's victories for the maternal tenderness for man means maternal dominance a cool sense of superiority Isabel was so conscious of Gwynne's mastery that she longed to kick him as she blushed to recall she had done once before She rubbed her arms instinctively as if she still felt the furious pressure of his fingers And when the memory of another sort of pressure abruptly presented itself She hurriedly bathed her eyes and went out on her horse End of chapter six.